All right, and now we're starting it. That's it. We we're going, baby. That's it. You gotta baby. get a better intro. Yeah, I could. No, I think you should start every episode with "We're going, baby." <laughs> we're it's going, baby. Baby. Well, in the first episode, I had some intro music, and then it kind of flowed into. Ian, uh, give us some intro music. <laughs> Jack of No Trades. <laughs> That's not the this name of it This episode of Jack of No Trades is sponsored by Honey. You know that <laughs> sweet stuff that bees make. Have you ever just thought, I man, I really want to put you something sweet in us. my tea, but you you're trying to stay me. off sugar? Try honey. Go out into the woods, find something that's buzzing, and just rip it open and take that golden yellow deliciousness. If you're one of the four people that watched our first <laughs> podcast no, episode, no, be honest. If one you're one person. of the, if you're the one, Nate, if you're, if, you're, Nate, <laughs> Nate, Nate, if you're listening to this, buddy, um, last episode was just myself and Max, but today we're joined and perhaps forever joined by Ian and Caleb. Caleb is my brother and Ian is a friend. That sounds and like we're just gonna, gonna, the way you word that sounds like we're going to film this podcast and as we talk, you're going to slowly, um, cask of Amontillado us. And just seal us into Is it Amontillado or Amontadio? Did you? Amontillado. That sounded right. It sounded exactly like a reference going straight over my head. <laughs> you don't know what that is? I have no idea. You read it in class. Uh, it's the Edgar Allan Poe short story yeah. where he's like the jester. And he's like, come, try my wine. And then he walls him up alive in yeah, his wine cellar. Yeah. Cool. I it's actually, so I, I just recently read that for the first time. It's one of my favorite short stories. Yeah. Um, so what's up? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find uh, a little jumping off point. Yeah, Caleb, did you find that article that we were talking about? Literally I'm, right I'm before we started. Directly at John Mooney's face right now. Yeah. That's okay. Hot. Oh, there's Brian Cranston, my oh. favorite stand-up comedian. Oh, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, <laughs> appreciate you not doing that. I'm feeling lucky. Yeah. Hi, lucky. So I'm dad. Again, if if anyone were to go back retroactively and listen to the first episode of this podcast, it started off with an idea that Max and I were going to try a new thing and learn a new thing each week, and <laughs> we'd be met with someone new each week, and um, we'd learn alongside them. And at the end of the week, we kind of touch base and how well we learned on the subject and what we gained from it. If we're going to continue on trying to learn this thing. And, um, and it was a great idea, and I still think that it would be a fun podcast, but uh, this week was supposed to be a Rubik's Cube, uh, hence Ian's presence. Max, Ian, and I were going to try to learn the Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cubes are dumb, though. <laughs> or maybe dumb. just you're dumb. Because no. I... <laughs> and it's been three weeks since the airing of our first episode, and the day after... Uh, we posted the first episode is when we're going to start doing the Rubik's Cube. And um, since then, it's been three weeks. Max has touched it, the Rubik's Cube for all of ten minutes. Yeah. I've never touched a Rubik's Cube. And Ian has solved it multiple times. But that doesn't matter because Ian sucks. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here. <laughs> Ian, yeah. I used a video by Wired on YouTube, uh, which was very helpful. And it told me exactly how to solve it. I have a more important statement. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, this is kind of just directly copying my brother, my brother, and me. Okay. Because I've just gone on to Yahoo Answers, and I'm looking for through them, which is a segment they do. But I was like, we need something. Um, 
Do you think Jackie Chan in his prime one of my favorite people could win world. a fight against Mike Tyson? No. 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 The, that's about, that's, that's more, not even a question. Huh? Hmm? Jackie Go Chan couldn't no, 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 beat no, no. Mike Tyson. I want to hear Caleb's Mike Tyson is trained in two things. Three things I'd say. Punching not, not getting punched and not talking and right and taking punches and listening. The only thing, three things he's been training to do his whole life: yeah. punch, take a punch, not get punched. Yeah. Jackie Chan, training, punch, take a punch, not get punched, kick, flip, slide, spin, yeah. headbutt, elbow, knee, kick to the groin. He has trained since I th- I think I remember reading he was four when he went to that opera karate school. Not karate. What are they? Whatever he does. I don't remember what it is. Whatever cool ninja stuff Jackie Chan does. He's been training that literally since the day he was born almost. Plus what Mike Tyson can do. And Jackie Chan is infinitely faster and better at dodging. If Mike Tyson caught him across the face... If they boxed, Mike Tyson wouldn't last two punches. First one drops him. If they're just brawling out, I don't think Mike Tyson would stand a chance ever. Here's my thing. I think current Jackie Chan could be... Prime Mike Tyson. If they're just in a street fight, I think no matter how evasive Jackie Chan is, Mike Tyson should even if brutal. Mike Tyson just let, hits like a glancing blow on like a shoulder, uh, an arm, like anywhere on the body, Mike Tyson in his prime was uh, the heavyweight champion of the world. We're looking at a dude who's like two twenty against yeah. Jackie Chan who. As a young, when he was like ripped and young, 140, 145. I think you, it's boiled down to a race issue. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, I just don't think that he could. I don't think he could shake that off well enough. Mm-mm. No, and I, I don't think, know that Mike Tyson would hit him. I think he would. Have you? When's the last time you've got, watched any Jackie Chan film that wasn't past his prime? Never. Like legitimately a kung fu. Drunken Master era movie. Never, I, I've seen, not Shanghai Noon. Yeah. Not Spy Next Door. <laughs> Spy Next Door. Not Passenger or whatever that one was called that uh, he just made. He, uh, Foreigner? Foreigner, yeah. Foreigner. Yeah. He was old in that. He still got it. Yeah, but my I think if I punch, if he stood still and was like, punch me in the face 11 times in, the row as hard, <laughs> in a row as hard as you can, I think he'd walk away just fine. I don't think I could touch him. And I think Mike Tyson is too practiced in one thing. He's gone so far down the boxing rabbit hole that I don't think he's ready to fight somebody with any other style. It's like why um, Connor and Mayweather, when they fought, it had to be a boxing match. Because if Mayweather stepped foot in the octagon, he wouldn't last a round. And it's the same principle with Tyson and Jackie yeah, Chan. Yeah, but Jackie Chan's not a trained UFC fighter. No, but he's a trained... I gotta know what he's trained yeah. in. But he's trained. But the other fighting. thing is, wait, but yeah, he is. But like, even in his prime, he didn't fight. Like, it's still complete. He choreographed it with his own personal stunt no, team. No, he was a trained fighter. And I know. Then he no, I know. After. I know he was a trained fighter. I mean, if you're not actively like out there in fights, because he's not getting hit in these movies. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm not talking about the movie star Jackie Chan. I'm talking before he got into Hollywood. He trained in Jeet Kune Do, never heard of it. Hapkido, I vaguely recognize that. Chinese martial arts, whatever that entails. Taekwondo and Judo. And he was a decorated, like, not with championship fighter, I don't know what to call it. But, like, he won contests 
and like fighting tournaments. He won a lot. He was a good fighter and then an actor. But could Jackie Chan go Jackie, against Jackie Chan? Jackie Jam. Yeah. Could he go up against Daniel LaRusso in his prime? <laughs> I don't think Ralph Macchio knows how to throw a punch. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that if do right, no, no can defend. If and do that's right, the... no can defend. <laughs> I think that's racist. Did no, that is word, no, that is word for word. What, what, Noriyuki, what Noriyuki, Pat Morita, playing Mr. Miyagi, that's what he said if to Daniel LaRusso right, in The no Karate Kid. He said, in reference to the crane kit, kick, if do right, you, no can defend. said in reference to the Korean kid. I said the Karate Kid. I said the Karate Kid. <laughs> I know. Korean bastard. If, if do oh right, no can defend. And that's the truth. I think and that so, is a direct quote. And so that's fun. if Daniel LaRusso no can, can, can properly choreograph a crane kick, then no can defend. And that means Mike Tyson, and that means Jackie Chan. Who's more likely to pull off the crane kick? Jackie Chan or Daniel DeRusso? No. <laughs> Jackie Chan... Or Jason Derulo. (laughs) Jackie Chan or Mike Tyson. Who's more likely to pull off the green king? I wonder. I would pay money. Because we learned no Ken defense. Mm. (laughs) They should remake the Karate Kid. They did. But do it right this time. And not making a show actively about it. Are you just mad because it was Jaden Smith? And it wasn't me? (laughs) Dude, the only part of that movie. Jaden Smith and I are like the same age. I remember a couple parts of that movie. And here's what they are. I remember the <laughs> the kid at his new Chinese school who bullied him, who just looked like a chubby baby, <laughs> and he was mad at him for no reason. It really seemed racial, because he never had any reason to be mad at him, and he was so mean well, to James I think James he was talking Smith. to his girl, just like in the crowd. Oh, kid. that's right. It's the, like the girl who plays violin. Yeah. You have to play the stops yeah, more yeah, than you play yeah, the play. Exactly. Yeah. And then the other part I remember is when... <laughs> When the fake Mr. Miyagi gets super, played by Jackie Chan gets super drunk on the anniversary of his wife and son's death and yeah. destroys a car for 364 days, he's refurbishing a car just and to then, smash it on the anniversary. Isn't that what he does every anger. year? Yeah, yeah. that's what they insinuated. His wife and kid died in a they car crash. Died in a car crash. Like, what if I crash a car in my garage? I think every he blames year. the car. And I think he just builds a, a car sure to smash. Damn German engineering! Oh no, Speaking that's of a dark movie. Germans uh, today in <laughs> in 1862. Oh, you're the worst. Go Ulysses for it. S. Grant. Ooh, we were on Germany. Ulysses signed Ulysses. Ulysses. S. Grant. Ulysses. It's very Ulysses much Ulysses. S. Grant signed executive order number 11 would that do and it expelled jews from tennessee hmm. huh? which is very strange to me i do get the germany segue now i didn't uh, have but, any other good segue wait but, but now like, i'm why? just sad i don't know but i was looking at events that happened today in history and that was one that why did tennessee hate eye. jewish people i don't know and it wasn't even uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have another Yahoo answer if you if you if you'll partake with me. Can we can we He's transition a... away from Jewish people being expelled from Tennessee? Sure. All right. If we Matt. double back for a second. He's a black belt in Hapkido, by the way. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, this is a question in society and culture, specifically well, We religion. do live in a society. Spe- specifically religion and spirituality. Okay. Are sperm whales God's sperm? <laughs> what does that mean? No, it actually makes sense, though, because... If, if, <laughs> I'd say it doesn't. No, 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 no. Okay. All right, look. If God created the heavens and the earth and the creatures above land and of the sea including man and fish, then any living being is a creation of God and therefore a spawn of God. Yeah, but we're talking sperm, my dude. I know, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying that by that vein, any creation, so you any think, of God's creation... So you think you're God's sperm? That's what I'm saying. That's huh? what I was too afraid to say. <laughs> I was too afraid to say it, but... I think that's the conclusion that we're going to, that in one way or another, we are the sperm. And yet, I the, think but the sperm whale is the the most accurate embodiment. If we that. are the sperm, though, what's the egg? Exactly. That's we're, the we earth. Wouldn't, we wouldn't, but we wouldn't be sperm anymore. That's just the earth. The earth is the sperm. How okay, the so earth is describing the yourself as God's sperm and the <laughs> earth is, is the egg implies that you are just an unfertilized <laughs> sperm. Until you die mm-hmm. and re- return to the earth, and then you're born? No, no, no. What I'm saying is interactions between humans and the earth, that's when the egg, when the, egg is the earth, is fertilized. That's what agriculture is. <laughs> agriculture. You know that the sperm doesn't just keep being sperm after. No, no, no. I know. I know. It's not. It's basically. Okay, look. We are You've un- gone too deep into we your are, own metaphor. We are just swimming sperm. And then the moment that you... The vessels of time. <laughs> vessels of time. And the moment that you commit your first act of agriculture is when you are no longer a sperm and you're just a person. Please, en- enlighten me. How would I commit an act of agriculture? <laughs> Have I done it yet? Have you planted a seed into the ground? Um, I planted an already grown flower into the ground. That doesn't count. I've planted a tree. Okay, then done... you are not a what sperm. What if I've done weed <laughs> But no, by, that's that's wrecking an egg. By that logic, <laughs> if you're saying that all the plants and are animals are we making and... the earth sterile? No, that's pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. But Ian's if, rubbing if, off on me. If we are uh, the sperm, and so are the plants and all the animals, no, then the, they're, they're that's full... what Josh was saying. No, I saying said any, all of any... God's creations are the sperm. Yes, yeah. being God. things that you would agricole. So our agriculture, are we uh, not j- joining with the egg? <laughs> I guess until we die and are buried. That's what I said. Oh. Because if you're taking that was a, the first thing I said. <laughs> I didn't hear it. If you're taking a seed and <laughs> plant it, two feet from right Okay, then that's what you're saying is it joining with the egg and yeah. creating something new. Yeah. You're not putting yourself into the ground and growing until you die. Until you die. Okay, so that's fair. So with that being said, then any human being is God's sperm, and the <laughs> earth is one big egg that can take a lot of different sperm, and the baby... It's the molten core of the earth. No, If you but... go back to the <laughs> no. corner here, I have something else we can talk no, 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 about no. if you'd like to cut this off. No, I'm so close to figuring this out. What's the baby of the earth and human? What? Huh? What? 
No, no, no. If the Earth is the egg and the human is the sperm, then what's the baby? The thing is, I don't think you this know when metaphor people, works. You know when people are like, I, I think, think <laughs> it's nowhere close to You know when people no, are like, think, when I die, I, I want you to plant a tree and my body will just feed the tree. That's the baby. Yeah, but I think the Earth produces asexually. And moving on from that, Caleb, Caleb... I think we're more Paris, Caleb, parasitic what do you, than... John Bung... <laughs> John Bon Jovi? John Bon Jovi. Caleb, what do you got? Oh, to get away from yeah, the conversation? Yeah. All right. Segway I found me, a subreddit. I'll come back later. Slash who would win. Oh, oh okay. I'm intrigued. I'm going to cut two names out of this uh, hypothetical. Is this going to be a Reddit podcast? Oh, it's going to be a Reddit podcast. Knowing us, We're going to bring up Reddit a I'm lot. I'm going to cut two names out of the scenario because it's a Russian and an Icelandic MMA fighter that none of us are familiar with their work. Okay. So, Bruce Lee yeah. versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Versus Mike Tyson, versus Jackie Chan, but all of them have amputated their dominant arm. So they who's gonna win in a hand to hand, foot to foot, body to body? Still, still Mike Tyson. How recently has the arm been amputated? What is huh? it fully healed or is it dripping? It, it was well, amputated that... three and a half years ago <laughs> on a moon. You're thinking night. how? You're know. thinking how no, adjusted because, they've gotten yeah. to using their. It's it's pretty new. They're this not adjusted. Is, it's fully healed, so, so it's, it's not like it's not gonna be super tender if you hit it. But this is the first fight any of them have been in since they've lost that. Arm. And they have not trained with their non-dominant it's arms Brock any Lesnar, differently. So Prime so Mike they're Tyson, Bethany Prime Hamilton before she learned Jackie how to Chan, serve. Good yeah. reverence, Bruce Lee. Oh, it's not Bruce Lee. It's still Mike Tyson. No, it's not. It's still Mike Tyson. Uh, I, I don't I think know. Mike's it's right. yeah. I think I it's, think it's Bruce Lee. I think it's Bruce Lee. Again, no, of but, all of them, you're at this point. Your kicks are going to be your strength at this point. Mm -hmm. So in my power ranking of this fight, you got Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Brock Lesnar, because he fought in the UFC, and then then Mike Tyson. He was in the NFL. Mike Tyson hasn't trained kicks. He's got leg strength because, I mean, you've seen him. He's not super lopsided. if Brock drops a shoulder on him, Brock is winning weight class-wise. Yeah. And Jackie Chan's at the bottom. I think, uh, here's what I, I, I think Bruce Lee's the favorite, Jackie's the second, but Brock Lesnar could have a surprise win. If Bruce and Jackie get fatigued, and then Brock is able to, if they get, if they slow down some and Brock can catch him, I think they're done. Hmm. I think, as far as like, fatigue from taking hits and walking it off, Brock and Mike Tyson obviously have it from movement-based stuff. Like, if they all have to run somewhere or just throw the most jabs at nothing without getting tired, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan are going to last a lot longer. I agree. But, but if yeah. they're having to evade a bunch and all mm-hmm. this stuff, if they if Brock Lesnar can play it smart, I think he has an outside, yeah. outside chance of winning. And he, I think, would be able to take... Oh, prone Mike Tyson. I was going to say he can take more hits than anybody else there. Brock Lesnar I think Mike Tyson, I, I think know. Mike Tyson's got the most like I think, best, the I think he's chin. got the best chin on him, probably even the best body on him. But his legs could be weak. You target him with some uh, patented Joe Rogan leg kicks. <laughs> and he's although we are saying trouble. in the prime, when was prime Brock Lesnar? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Because UFC was the last thing he did, right? Or did he do WWE No, he did after? WWE after UFC. And football before. Football was the so first thing, UFC, and then he kind of washed out of it of and went into UFC. And he was probably the most well-trained fighter. Yeah. Is there a single person that if you threw that in, they would just win hands down? If you threw in a fifth person, it's um, like, oh yeah, they could take them all. I don't know, because when you think greatest fighters of all time, if you're thinking of martial arts... 
the name Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, more Bruce Lee, are going to come to mind immediately. And when you think um, boxers, you're going to think Tyson, Muhammad Ali, and... Um, Sugar Ray Leonard and Rocky. Manny Pacquiao. Not Pacquiao. Floyd Mayweather? Mayweather's who I'm thinking of. Mayweather, I think, is a top three boxer of all time. I don't watch much boxing. I think if you Sorry put in... Sorry to Nate nah, if you're a boxing if you put fan. In, if you put That's in, his name, right? Our one fan's name is Nate. Hey Nate. hey, Nate. Shout out to if, Nate. If you just in a straight-up boxing match, put in prime Floyd Mayweather. and I, a boxing match, I think Muhammad Ali takes it. Not with uh, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee there, but I think he was the best at not getting hit. Yeah, he had the rope I mean, obviously he's got that one video where he's just going ham. It's the rope But his, his defensive game was incredible. My Yeah, my thinking, I would honestly... Again, I don't again, know I don't a ton boxing. about boxing. I know way more MMA. I would rank... Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, and George Foreman. Probably higher than I'd rank Floyd Mayweather. Which could be so wrong. <laughs> I don't watch boxing. But in my head, all of them are more durable and heavier hitters than Floyd Mayweather. I was about to ask you why you would throw a grill into because I, I don't Jackie know Jackie Chan with a grill Ford. he's going down however How I have watched Conor McGregor Conor doesn't Conor's good I don't think he's as I think in that in that mosh pit in this mosh pit without his left arm Mike Tyson's right arm I think Jackie Chan's right handed they all are down a dominant arm so now it's Bruce Lee Jackie Chan Mike Tyson Brock Lesnar Conor McGregor I think Conor McGregor's in a similar spot as Brock Brock Lesnar. I think he outlasts Brock Lesnar most likely, but I think he goes down maybe to uh, Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. I think I would put him above Jackie Chan on who I think would win. I think I'd go Bruce, Bruce, Connor, Jackie, Brock, Mike. Because I think Connor, obviously he's got the, he's got a vicious kicking game that could beat out Brock and Mike as long as he doesn't take one to the face. If anybody but Mike Tyson or Brock Lesnar take a punch from one of those two guys, they're going down. But he's also lighter and evasive. Well, here's actually here's an important question that I didn't think of. Is this in a standard size octagon? I was assuming you can't fit all these guys in there. I'm thinking they're just standing. Because if somewhere. this is a standard, just those, uh, in a field, those big octagons for like the for the group oh, Because yeah, I was thinking if this is in a, a the standard, that's all I want. If this is a standard octagon, then um, then Mike Tyson wins. Really? In a, you think it gives them that much of an advantage for them to be that close? I think in a okay. Actually, I take that back. I think in a standard octagon. It depends on the order he goes for people. <laughs> in a, well, yeah, there's definitely in a some standard strategy. octagon with that many people, you can just swing and he's going to hit That's somebody. what I'm saying. I think Mike Tyson... It's going to look like that... a Gaga pit. I'm just standing <laughs> against the wall waiting for Mike Tyson to get I out think, of the center. I think in that range, Mike Tyson is able to get people into some corners and maybe they bump into each other and stuff. And he, I think he lands some hits. There is a matter of controlling distance. Like, yeah. in martial arts, I'm... Nate, if you're a martial arts fan, I fully intend to offend you here. I feel like there's not as much distance control. Like, yeah. MMA, you can, if you're watching a fight and you know what you're looking for, immediately you can tell who's in control of the distance. Yeah. And the same the same goes for boxing. Like, we just watched that um, the Roy Iron Jones Mike Jr. and Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. fight. Mike Tyson was in complete control like until the whole fight. they were in a clinch. Yeah, exactly. That was up to, you can't exactly. really defend a clinch no. too well. Yeah, I think Prime Mike Tyson, if he targets... 
Bruce Lee and um, Jackie Chan before he before the herd before starts he worries about... before the herd starts to thin. I think he wins. Hmm. But if they last, if they're still there once like Brock and Connor are gone, I think they can wear them out. Where are we at on rules? Because there's different rules for these different fight styles. I think it's just because go at it. the second somebody, these guys all have a good fight IQ. I'd put at the bottom Brock Lesnar. As soon as Conor McGregor or Bruce Lee sees um, their biggest threat being Mike Tyson, their biggest threat to drop him in one punch, look at Jackie Chan, they're going to kick him in the back of the head, and he's going to (laughs) die. Well, here's my thought. So, like, ground game is basically eliminated. It's obsolete. Because if Conor McGregor tries to go for a clinch on Mike Tyson, Brock Lesnar Lesnar murders him. Hits him him in the ribs, and his heart stops (laughs) So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really think it comes down to a whole lot of things, and we're spending too much time talking about it. I just know so little about fighting, and therefore, I my... do as well. I did not recognize half the names he said. <laughs> That's concerning. Well, I, I knew I who the names okay, were. Walk us through. You know Mike Tyson. I know Jackie Chan. You know gotcha. Bruce Lee. Yeah. Got it. I know Mayweather. Yeah. Who else did we say? Brock uh, Lesnar. Lesnar. I have no idea who you that is. You might know him by face. I'll pull up a picture. Is his nickname Ice Pick? Iceman. Iceman? Uh, Ice something. Yeah, I think You're Ice thinking of right. Top Gun. I think I may have <laughs> seen Lesner. him. Is it Iceman? Again, I still have no idea. He definitely wore those icicle shorts. There's an Ice Pick. I think at the end of the day, what I want to get from this is that Top Gun's a bad movie. And it shouldn't be watched, and <laughs> everyone should hate it. Name's broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you you have something against Top Gun? Look, I've always had something against Top Gun. I don't Top think Top Gun. Gun's great. Josh doesn't like, like 80s films. I think it's kind I, of a That's fun not movie. true. I'm coming around to enjoying more 80s films. Do you but like Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I that's love Ferris Bueller's movie. Day Off, but uh, I really just. Mm, when it comes to like the Terminator, I don't like the Terminator, and I don't like. Um, Top Gun, and don't like, uh, gosh, like I'm still teetering on Die Hard on whether or not I like that movie. Really? It's just because because '80s movies are just a lot to take in, and they're just nothing that I really want to be taking in. But I want to come around to it, you know. Well, hold on, I'm gonna. I just googled the list. To, I just googled best '80s movies. I'm looking at popular movies okay. from the '80s. And all I'm right, gonna go through these and see what we all think about. I got gotcha. you. The Outsiders. Oh, love it. It's a good it's movie. So good. It's yeah. a good movie. It's, you got, it has Tom Cruise you got young in it. Tom Cruise. Patrick you got Swayze. Pat Swayze. Ralph Macchio. It's Matt Dillon. You're staying gold pony boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. It's such a uh, good movie. We got a movie I don't recognize. What's it called? Uh, chances Are. Oh. No. What could the I, guy write? I got nothing uh, for that one. We got Scrooged. Which is Scrooge the is not bad. which is the A Christmas Carol adaptation starring Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of Christmas Carol adaptations, do you realize there's 135 different film versions of A Christmas Carol? That's right. disgusting. I like to point out Ian didn't look that up. Yeah, he no, knew that it. was off the that was off the <laughs> head head top, and that's not that was up off anywhere. the dome. Because Wait, uh, we watched the what? Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, the other which is day, a great one, which is a great one. Yeah. one of the top he three. plays both Scrooge and all the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were wondering how many different versions of A Christmas Carol could you watch leading up to Christmas if you watched a different one every day. So we looked it up, and there's 135 different yeah, film versions. Meaning you'd have to start on what date? You would have to start uh, earlier than December. Yes. Like three or, and a half months or whatever? You'd have to start like 
in September. Well, I've I've only heard of like three of them. I've only heard of like three of them. There's so many. I know. I know the Muppets one. The Muppets one. There's the Jim Carrey one. There's the Mickey Mouse. And the Mickey Mouse one, which I just watched the other night. There's a Mr. Magoo version. What? I don't. Mm, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess so. Josh watched the uh, Mickey Mouse version for the first time the other day. Yeah. Really? I I'd never seen it before. There's one that you I'm have to start thinking on of. August 11th. If you wanted to watch a different one every single night before Christmas. Wow. There is a, a very specific one I'm thinking of. Hmm. Um. Well, oddly enough, some people do get in the Christmas mood by like. October. It's like Christmas Dude, October. I saw a photo the other night, and it said they're already in some WalMarts. They're already selling Valentine's Day candy. Huh? Stop Why? it! It's mid December. It's mid December. And it's like I, I guess I get it when you do like early Christmas stuff in like October because you're stupid. But Valentine's Day is not that important when it, when you compare it to Christmas. It makes no sense, and I hate it. I hate every bit of it. Valentine's Day, I don't think should be as big as it is. It's not that cool. I haven't even heard of a single thing that St. Valentine did. I found... Okay, I'm gonna... wore a cool hat. I don't... I don't know why I've seen this movie multiple times now that I'm looking at it. Is it Scent of a Woman? No, I have... I do love me some Scent of a Woman. This movie... uh, I didn't realize it was just a, a VH1 movie. Um... It is called A Diva's Christmas Carol. Uh, oh, no. The only name you will recognize in it is Kathy Griffin. Okay. Uh, it is Who a, isn't uh, great. <laughs> how dare you? Uh, she's the ghost of Christmas past, by the okay. way. Um, in the movie, there's a, a pop singer named Ebony Scrooge, and she was <laughs> in like a... a a, a pop trio called Desire, which is basically it's basically Destiny's Child. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> and then like she's visited, and then she's being a, a bee, um, and she's visited by the ghosts of Christmases and such. And one of them is her old bandmate who died in a car crash, and she is wearing an outfit that has a lot of chains on it because it's supposed to be some metaphor about still being chained to the earth. I don't think I'm gonna watch uh, this. It's not good. But I remember watching it a few times, and I. Why though? I don't Why know. Why would you watch I it? I don't know. I don't know. That's. I also used to watch. My mom really likes the movie uh, "The Last Holiday" with Queen Latifah, where uh, a little Indian doctor tells her that she has a brain tumor, so she spends all her money and goes to like Switzerland, okay, uh, and meets mean rich people, and then later he's like. You're not dying. And she goes, tight. And then she marries a dude from her job she has a crush on and opens a restaurant. That sounds terrible. No, it's a good movie. Um, I actually, I, I like The Last Holiday. It's a very feel-good movie. All right, so what do you have? I found You're something. Smirking. Before, before we get off the topics of Bang. Christmas movies, just uh, real yeah. quick. Have any of you ever seen the 1942 Monkey film? City. <laughs> not Monkey City. Uh, uh, Holiday Inn. 
Yeah. That sounds Hotel Motel? The OG one? Yeah, the 1942. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, as I just looked this up, apparently the song White Christmas mm -hmm. was written for that movie. Correct. Oh. Irving Berlin wrote it wrote it for that movie and Bing Crosby sings it cuz he Crosby's a cool Basically, movie. he moves away from Broadway and crazy. opens this Shout out in, to Bing Crosby. <laughs> Shout he out to opens this in in Connecticut and uh he's like people will just come here for the holidays. We'll throw like themed parties for all these different holidays. And then Fred Astaire plays his alcoholic former partner who uh, wants to date the girl that Bing Crosby is in love with. It's a good movie. The fact that that's a FedEx truck and not Amazon means it might be Max's Christmas gift. Ew. Also, I'm picking up the dog on this microphone. Oh, I'm certain you a are. A lot. You love this, this dog year. is active. All right, so. Okay. Again, what, what Back did you. Back to Reddit. <laughs> okay. I found a hypothetical. Okay. I can read you their whole spiel if you'd like them. If you'd like more details. No, I don't care. No, no. Well, once you hear it, you might want it. I want bare bones. The penguins of Madagascar. Yes. Have seventy-two hours uh -huh. and the U.S. military budget uh -huh. to find and capture Osama bin Laden. <laughs> uh -huh. Can they do it, and how do they do it? He can't die. The penguins of Madagascar. The problem is that I don't and know. He can't. They can't kill him, and. He is with, basically, he tells his people he'd rather be shot dead than captured. So if they start taking him and people see it, they're going to shoot him down. No. Right. Just like Hitler did. So they have to not only... Sure, like, just like, like Hitler like, did. Like Hitler killed himself. Yes. So so the penguins of Madagascar have to capture him, but, but also, not only do they have to capture him, they also have to ensure his safety. They have to extract. Okay. It's It's simple. Well, first of all, we need to establish who the characters are because I don't really remember very. Oh, they There's... also have the help of Julian, Julian and Mort. It, it, it oh, okay, Mort. We'll I have been in a car <laughs> crash and I can no longer move it. Move it. So there's Mort, Julian. There's Cedric the Entertainer. Is the he also skipper? in this? Yeah, who's Cause the, Cedric the Entertainer is also yeah, in this. Yeah, Rico is one of them. I know there's Skipper, Rico, and Private. Only and Kowalski. My, only Kowalski. Kowalski. Only, Kowalski. only name in my head is Gonzo. Those are the, I don't oh, think that's any the, There's that's Skipper, the Muppets, yeah, right? Kowalski, uh, Private, and Private, and Rico. Okay. Rico's the crazy one, right? Isn't Rico the explosive yes. boy? Okay, and Private's just the stupid, like, Private's the short fat kid. one. Like, eh, I'll do what you want. And Skipper's the leader, obviously. Skipper's and Kowalski, Kowalski all I know. the brains. He's the brains. He's the analysis. Okay. None of them voiced by Cedric the Entertainer, by no, the way. No, one of the other uh, lemurs is voiced King by Cedric. King Julian's oh, right hand man. Right hand. I'm looking at the cast of yeah, the no, no, no. It's film. the dude who always hits more. It's yeah. the angry one. Oh, the short fat King one. King Julian's yeah. right hand man is played by Cedric the Entertainer. He's not on the team, by the way. No, it's what? just King Julian. Oh, they're not getting Julian and Mort. They're not getting Osama. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they, needed him. they need they Cedric needed the Entertainer. He just like tells them some jokes, and they're like, ah, take him. Just a blanket now. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good. Um, oh, I I say no, and I can tell you exactly why. Okay, I'd please, like to hear. It. Please do they tell. They don't have thumbs. Okay, that's it. That's it. I don't think they can pull it off. Is it cave? He didn't exactly have a door. They no, need to thumb open. Do they have the knowledge of that? Mission. They they're transporting. Where where SEAL Team Six? They're transporting out. to. Actually, seventy two hours before um Osama was Osama. Bah, so bah. they and then basically they're like, here's everything we know. Here's all our money. You have no backup. Go get him. So they okay, say seventy two hours before Osama was Osama. Yes. <laughs> okay. So they can't send in people for them. They have to go Unless in. Unless it's Julian and Mort, no, they cannot. So it's they just them, they just take oh, the place of Team Six. Can I change my yes. answer? Yes. Okay, I change it to yes. 
Solely because I think Mort has this like unsatiable bloodlust inside of him, <laughs> and I, legit- like a I legitimately think Mort could go full Rambo on everyone around Osama. That's Mort a different route. I thought you had like twenty-seven wives. I think Mort's got a lot of anger in him. And, no, he's right. There's a weird. He's right. There's a weird like throwaway joke about Mort having a bunch of different he's, wives. Yeah. He's had a bunch of different wives. Most of them are deceased. Yeah. I fully believe that Mort is immortal and could do this single handedly. Mort's an enigma. Keep it bearing in mind stealth. I don't think stealth. So. No, the second they're made, they're putting Osama down. I'm gonna be real with you. I think Mort takes him out first. <laughs> All right, so basically, well, what you have to establish is you have to get the penguins of Madagascar to surround Osama bin Laden as a sort of protective shield. And, then and so Mort take takes Mort takes out everybody, and then before he gets to Osama, then the penguins of Madagascar stop him and say, "Hey, whoa, whoa, also, whoa, whoa!" Also, why do you have to? Why do they have to extract Osama? Still, Team Six just shot him. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't make the scenario. I <laughs> the, just found it. The one that I my one of my favorite um, who would wins. I'm gonna try to pull. More it up. importantly, back okay. to 80s movies. To okay. See if right. Is right or not. Real I'll, ping pong of a conversation. I'll try. To, I'll do the. I'll try to find the who would win. But yeah, you put that up. The Breakfast Club. I love it. It's oh, a great movie. So far, every movie I've named, if you know what it is, you've said you loved it. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. Uh, amazing first half and the second yeah, half of the that movie half was, was just garbo. Not, no, my subpar war movie. My neighbor Totoro. Uh, that was in the eighties. Great movie. It's a great movie. Uh, Sixteen Candles. Never seen it. It's a good one, dude. I didn't realize this movie came out in the eighties. Stand and Deliver. Stand huh? and Deliver is the one where a teacher in the inner city of Los Angeles. Helps his students learn to love math. Uh, it's starring Lou Diamond Phillips as a young student with a, uh, a ponytail. Tight. Uh, and he teaches them calculus. And they all do really well on their calculus test. And then the state's racist. And the state's like, you you all cheated. The state goes, there's no way a bunch of Mexican kids from the inner city scored this well. We're making you retake the test. Huh. Uh, and then they I've retake never it heard of this really before well. in my life. It's a good movie. I may have seen that in Mr. Theor- Joel Theory's Mr. Theory math class. always loved to show it. He, he was really the dude, liked that, that it. was the movie, the only thing I remember that movie, other than the um, very apparent racist tones of yeah. the entire thing, was the dude who was like, you want to multiply by nines? And he did this trick, <laughs> and I still remember it, even though I don't use it. Hmm. Uh, we, you, we watched two movies in that class, and it was Stand and Deliver and the biopic about... Um, Who's what's Doctor Man? Black Doctor Man who separated head conjoined twins. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. The movie it was called like Gifted Hands or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's also like the title of his book. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was based on the book, and he yeah. like tries to stab a kid, but he, his belt buckle saves his life, and it's yeah. like that's when I decided everything had to change. Oh, okay. And then every anyone you talked to who knew him as a kid was like that never happened. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna happened. bring up and he, like, another. Friends, his mom with a hammer. Whoa. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up another. Who would win? Okay. Because uh, this is one of my favorites from. Uh, this is from six years ago. Okay. And I'm not gonna tell you who the first player is until I read out the whole thing. It says. Something tells um, me the first player is gonna win. No. Uh, is there literally <laughs> any way blank uh, could kill Darth Maul? Okay. okay. The scenario. Bear in mind, all it took to kill Darth Maul was him. Not paying attention to a second person in the room. Darth Maul was the second it was a two-on-one. Here's the thing, though, too. He did not die then. 
He fell down the shaft, but he didn't die. He was sliced in half. He didn't die, though. There's a whole separate story about Darth Maul. Is it canon? Yes. Where okay. he goes to Mandalore, he gets le- his legs replaced with, like, robot legs, and takes over Mandalore. That's kind of tight. Can I That's tell you a tight. secret? I don't care. <laughs> okay, but in theory, whoever this fighter is, if they somehow chop him in half, he's not going to fall down a hole, and they, they can then curb stomp him. Sure. Okay. But we also have to keep in mind that he's a trained killer. Yes, Darth Maul is a trained Darth killer. Darth Maul was introduced as like this is the Sith's literal like assassin. Trained assassin. He did exactly. like a quintuple backflip just to show off. Yeah, exactly. it was like if they want and then someone still killed Qui Gon. Yeah, it was like if they want someone dead, they send this guy. Yeah. Okay. So this scenario is it takes be place. Paul Blart. No. Or <laughs> this scenario takes place on Earth. There okay. aren't many rules to this, and it's more of a topic for people to spitball ideas. Um, so blank have to somehow kill Darth Maul while he is looking for them. How so much he's hunting. actively hunting? Okay. How much prep would they need? How much money would they need? Is it even possible? Um, and the top, uh, the the other contender in question is the gang from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Could they kill Darth Maul? Yeah. Let's How? assume if they have infinite resources. Yeah. Let's assume that Darth Maul has not seen any of the movies in the Home Alone franchise. <laughs> oh, you're just stealing this. You're yes, stealing because this. I've heard this question before. Okay. That's fair. And it's stupid. It's not it's stupid. also fair to offer. It is stu- it's still fair to make this a discussion. Sunny, you know there's a point where them having resources is going to become counterintuitive due to their um, behavior. They're going to infight over the resources, where, yeah. even though they're even infinite. Though it's infinite. And one of them's going to get something. Like, as soon as Mac gets a rocket launcher... He's gonna shoot Charlie, <laughs> and then they're down the guy. Here's my here's my thinking. Uh, wait, do you think that they're gonna they? You think they could do it? I think there's one. You know how Doctor Strange was like, I've looked through all the multiverses, yeah. and there's one yeah. way we win. Here's that one way. Okay. Max seduces Darth Maul <laughs> as a gay man with glamour muscles. Okay. And this needs to be glammed up, Mac. This can't be fat, Mac. This can't be fat. Be fat. Of course not. Uh, he seduces Darth Maul. This Darth is Maul, season 12, Mac. Darth this is the good Maul Mac. Is, hot is, Mac. Is, <laughs> this yeah, is hot, hot Mac. Mac. As it were. But he's out. Um, Darth Maul is charmed by this very just cut life form that he's never seen before, and he is distracted. At which point, Dennis... Goes full golden god. I would turn your skin into a luggage suit and just Dexter's Darth Maul while he lays with Mac. Okay, so you're saying that Dennis is the one that's gonna I think do Mac the crushing has to blow. Bang Darth Maul, <laughs> and then in his unguarded post coital state, Dennis has to take him out. Because who okay. else in the who else of Charlie. the group? You know, I think Charlie. If Charlie, and you, if I don't you, think he wants any more resources. No. I think he's just like rat. Also, you, you saw get, what Charlie did to Santa in the fair. Christmas episode. You he ripped Charlie, his neck out. If you let Charlie snort enough, like huff enough spray paint, I think he can do it. I think he can Charlie ketamine. <laughs> I think D would die immediately, and I think Frank would die immediately. Frank would hide. I don't think Frank dies immediately. I think Frank takes as many resources resources as he can. He called in a helicopter. Goes to Vietnam (laughs) and reopens that sweatshop and just lives there for the rest of his natural life. That'll work. That'll work. Josh, there's one 80s movie you absolutely forgot about. Twins. Twins? Twins. I've never seen Twins. And Danny DeVito. I know what Twins is and I've never seen it. 
I've never seen it, Dude, and I want Teen to. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is not great. Um, I'm gonna shoot you straight. Teen Wolf is it's a not, classic, but it's not that good. Not it's great. Not great. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Never no, seen it. it. I've never seen it either. Uh, the OG Little Shop of Horrors. I like that. That was movie. pretty good. I've still never seen it. Uh, I know I should. I know I should see that one. Tom Hanks, The Burbs. The Burbs. Yeah, I know what it is. Like I, I've heard of all these movies, and part of the reason why I don't like a lot of '80s movies is because I haven't seen a lot. So the only ones that Trains, I've seen. Trains and Automobiles. Well, that one's great. Well, that one's just fantastic. I love that all of these answers are either I've never seen it or I love that movie. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I hate Top Gun and The Terminator and there's not many other Die 80s Hard. movies. And Die Hard. You're forgetting about The Money Pit. The Money Pit is not good. The Money Pit is a good movie. The Money Pit's pretty good. It's not it's a, a good movie. Uh-uh. The original the money... Overboard? I don't know what that means. It's where Gold... It is where Goldie Hawn <laughs> falls off a yacht and forgets everything. And Kurt Russell, a widower with four kids, brings her back to his cabin. I've seen this. And has her become his wife and their mother. When did and I see this movie? And eventually she remembers and is just cool with it. When I did I watch this movie? Has I've to seen this. Is instead of going one by one in these 80s films that some of us have seen, most of us haven't seen a lot of them. You need to, I'm completely stealing this from another podcast that Nate, I hope you watch. It's actually really funny. It's called The Basement Yard. Um, Next time we're going to film, you need to make a bracket of your favorite 80s films and then have all of us, but mostly Josh, run the gauntlet of the bracket to find the best 80s film that you put up. I can, if we're like, we could do next week's podcast, we can just do brackets. Because like Let's if you do that, we could each bring in like a bracket or something. I've pick a topic and make a bracket. I've handcrafted people. Jackie Chan could be in the fight. I'm very passionate about Jackie Chan. But then how could they face off against each other? Exactly, as in I who know. lasts the longest to to get to Jackie? You say fight Jackie. Um, he got a bye week. It's all like the way Mortal. To the it's like Mortal Kombat. Like I you know. Have to fight. I know that Caleb knows about this, but I handcrafted a couple of years ago. I handcrafted this bracket for the top animated movie of all time. It's a long one, and it's about oh, it's about 140 that. movies long, but it's a very comprehensive list of every animated movie. Um, ever okay, made. another 80s movie, not one that it's a it is one of the ones that falls under the cult classic genre of movie. Heather's no. Heather's see? is an 80s movie, and Did I have see? seen it. I it's a trip. It's a trip. No, one of my personal favorite feel-good movies. I'm always in the mood to watch it. I love it so much. Clue. Clue's so good. I, I love, love Clue. Clue it's guys, a very, I it's love a very Tim good Curry. Movie. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. same guy. It's I love a very Tim Curry good movie. so much, and that is like peak Tim Curry. Madeline Kahn is in it. As and Mrs. his White. son. Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disrespect Del Curry. Mm. Former NBA superstar. I could. Charlotte Hornets. What's, player. What's Del Curry going to do? Stop me? Beat MJ in a one-on-one. Oh, he did say that, right? Yeah, he he did. fully believes he could beat MJ one-on-one. He can't, though. Ooh. Ian thoughts Del Curry. Did Del Ian. Curry? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Del wait. Curry said wait. that to Stephen A. Smith. Hold on, I hold, thought on, hold that on, was. I thought that was the ball. You thought that was, I thought that was. Oh, you know what? That is, it's uh, LeVar. That is LeVar. It's LeVar Ball. ball. It's okay, Curry. Ian, all eyes on you. Who would win in a one-on-one, LeVar Ball or Michael Jordan? I think... He knows one of those names. ...that LeVar Burton (laughs) (laughs) could take out Michael Jordan any day. He would just... Just like like, on a date? He would just (laughs) read him a story 
And then and Michael then Jordan would be so he would be so relaxed. He just falls asleep. Just stab him. I know three <laughs> things about Levar Burton. He was I, on the Enterprise. He, he was, was on Reading, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow and, and father of me. And you, and you yeah. can't disappoint a picture. That's so true. And he was. Do you guys want to talk about Lawrence Fishburne's daughter? <laughs> okay, sure. What's in your wallet? Uh, well, he has. Two. What's Lawrence Fishburne's daughter? Who is uh, it? She had a drug and alcohol problem, did a porno, and then died. Why are we talking why about are we this? Talking about it? Who is this, and why do we know Lawrence her? Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. Spell Fishburne with an E. What yeah, it's Fishburne with an E. They made a lot of jokes about it in that in that uh, Funhouse video where they play the game that Lawrence Fis- Fishburne is the detective in. Yeah, they talk about his dead daughter a lot. <laughs> I, I have a question sad. for you okay. guys. Okay. If you had it. to get a tattoo yeah. that was the size of just like a normal 9 by 11 piece of paper, what would you go with? A whole 9 by 11. A 9 by 11 piece of paper. I think, well, first, where would you get it? I think it has to be the back, right? Well, yeah, the back's the only place. Because like, you, get you about, can't have just a chest no, tattoo. No. How about you can either get it as the whole piece or as two that are half the size of that. So you have more options oh. of where to put I'd it. I'd probably get two different tats, both on my arm. I would get two four and a half by 11 rectangles. On the backs of my calves. Of what? The Twin Towers. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, anytime you... I'm segueing. Anytime I've ever seen someone in public who has a back of the calf tattoo... They're all bad. I lose respect. There is no... They're all... Because they're always wearing the cargo shirts with the little danglies on them. And they're always wearing like an Ed Hardy t-shirt. And the worst shoes. And they look like they beat their wives. And their (laughs) wife looks like she'd just be like, no, I fell. I'm so (laughs) clumsy. He's a good man. He's a good... He's a good... I love him. I I love him. I fell. It was my fault. I actually would like to hear the answers to Ian's question, but um, side spurting off that real quick. Max, if you were to get in the tattoo on only one of your arms, which arm? Right. John. Right arm. Ian? Left. Left, yeah. I've found that most people answer whatever their um, non-dominant hand is. Uh, that know. is my that's non-dominant my, that's hand. That's my dominant. I know. You're, you're the only one to say your dominant hand here. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time that comes up, which is rare... But usually when that comes up, or I see something tattoos on their, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the, I think it's the, huh? Recessive, non-dominant. Recessive. Well, no, that's in terms of that's genetics. Genetic. That's a yeah, genetic. Isn't there a term like it? Submissive. Isn't... <laughs> <laughs> I think my, you know what I mean. This is my I submissive. Think it, I think it's a. I, I, I think just think, it's, think it's a watch. I think it's a watch mentality. Yep. You think I, it just kind of fits in the same vein in your head? There's just my left arm that I feel like. Is more ready to accessorize. Like I, 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 more ready to accept. This is more ready to accept. I wear my think. ring on my left hand. I wear my watch on my left. I hand. wear my sunglasses at night. <laughs> so you I can apologize. see. Yeah, but oh. I, I think I'd go with the left arm, which is actually what I'm planning on whenever I get tattoos. Mm-hmm. You're I'd get mine a lot. Boy, child. Max, yeah. try to guess what my first tattoo is going to be. Do you actually have an, a one? Yeah, in your I have head? a total legitimate idea. Okay. Will you give me... Now you have to blow it up to the size of a 9 by 11 piece of paper. <laughs> I do, I do like, have is to. Is this like a 20 question scenario? Like, no. Are you going to yes. help guide Make me? One. Okay, Make sure. One. Yeah, or do... Okay, because so, I are going to get it in less than five. Does it have something to do with Bonnie Bear? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> is it Josh, lyrics what? from one of his songs? No. Is it an album cover from one of his songs? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Is it just art related to It's him? just art related to Bonnie Bear. <laughs> there and four. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's You're not that hard. the most predictable man in the world. Basically, if for Nate, hey Nate, what hey, I want to do is I want, so there are 12 tracks on 22 A Million, Bonnevere's 2016 magnum opus of an album. Yeah. And for each of the 12 songs, for each song, there is a symbol associated to that song. And so when you put them all together in a line, it just it has a really cool look to it. So hey, I want to get all hey, the symbols hey, from Nate. 22 a million. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to apologize. Because like, if you're his friend, you already have to deal with this. You don't need to deal with this in your entertainment. This shouldn't be what you have to do. Um, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thank you, Nate. Call me back. <laughs> hey, Nate, if you're listening to... lately? At this point, Nate has to be listening. Nate, if you don't get Nate to listen to this, no, you're gonna, a failure as a all host. Right, Nate. Hi, Nate. I, I, I still need to text you about this, but I figured I'd tell you now. You are invited to Lord of the Rings Day, and I've said this before, but consider this a more formal invitation. I'm not going to give you my address over this podcast, but just text me back, and you can come His to Lord of the Rings Day. His address is what? Nate, you must come <laughs> The A5-inch TV is ready. The Everyone only... is dressing up. I can't stress this enough. <laughs> We're Everyone is dressing up. If you don't, as a Lord of the Rings character. Uh, <laughs> so personally, personally, I'm dressing up as Aragorn in that one scene where Viggo Mortensen kicks the helmet. And did you know? <laughs> did you know that he really broke his toe in that scene? And that wasn't acting because I like no one act. No one knows that. I feel like this is some insider trivia. Yeah, Dang, talk about a segue. I have a good who would win that I found. Is Viggo Mortensen involved? Napoleon. Bonaparte yeah. or Bonaparte. Dynamite? Not Dynamite. Dynamite. Has an hour to devise a strategy at yeah. defending Helm's Deep. Ooh. On his team is John Wick, Black Widow, Legolas, 100 loyal polar bears, and SpongeBob SquarePants. Versus they, the OG orcs? Against orcs and orcs. <laughs> Jackie Chan. And they have, they have, each of the guys has the weapons that they've used in their own cannon and nothing else. So polar bears can't use guns. You can't give Legolas a sniper. Basically, the weapons you've used in your cannon, you can use. How many orcs and orcais would have to come for them to lose? Oh Infinite. my god, so many. Infinite. Because this scenario says 2,000. I think they could do that. They wouldn't even reach the walls. Dude, it's John... John, John Wick and Legolas alone. John they Wick reach the wall. has the most... If we're talking like movie, movie, John Wick. Like, the plot... As opposed to... Well, here's where I'm going with this. <laughs> like, the plot armor that protects that man... Right. In the sense of, like, how he just keeps going. Because, obviously, these are all fictional characters. Like, it is... S- except Napoleon. for Napoleon Bonaparte and Polar Bears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't... And with Napoleon... Now, I don't know how... Oh, and a- I'm sorry. After 120 minutes, SpongeBob just becomes a sponge. Don't. I'm not sure how integral <laughs> he was to your plan, but he just turns into a sponge. Uh, <laughs> the size of a SpongeBob. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you've seen it compared to a pineapple, there are, that's not this big. I think what you have to do is you have to break down each component of it. I think you have to break down the strategy to find out the okay. weak points. So you I... have arguably one of the greatest military strategists in human history. Yes. And what, sure. what I'm saying is. Him and the oh, polar sidebar. bears. Max, top three military strategists of all time. Alexander the Great. Genghis uh, Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan was not a great strategist. Not a strategist. He just kind of went gen- into His generals were fantastic strategists. Probably Alexander the Great. Um, Napoleon. Napoleon. And then I'll give you... Adolf Hitler. 
<laughs> no, because he had a, well. Here's the thing. He was actually, a speaker. here's the weird. Uh, 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 he was a vegan. <laughs> Adolf, Adolf Hitler made the same mistake Napoleon made, and it was both of their yeah. downfalls, which was invading Russia in the winter. Um, and that's why the Mongols are the exception. I thought I w- I was under the impression that it was going into a battle of wits with the Sicilian when death was on the line. Yeah, yeah I was under the impression it. that bird is the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Alexander the Great, um, Genghis. Uh, not Genghis Khan, sorry. It's Genghis Khan. <laughs> no, it's Genghis Khan, the Pokemon. It's Are you thinking of Genghis Khan, the West German pop group from the no, 80s? No, absolutely You're not. You're saying the song Moscow? I feel like we're getting close to slurs, yeah. and we should avoid that. <laughs> hmm. Well, what I'll say is, when you're going by numbers, you pair up Napoleon Bonaparte with the polar bears. And so, by that He's alone... He's the strategist. They're all listening to him. No, I know. But by that alone... How many could you take out? And with that in mind, I don't think you could take out much. I think an orica. I think the three orica could take out one polar bear. But I think the three before the, th- the three orica take out one. But you have Black Widow and John Wick. No, no, no I'm, I'm not getting to that. I'm not getting Black to, Widow. I'm not getting to that yet. I'm saying just with the polar right. bears, I think that a polar bear can maybe take out two orica before three get to them. So, so the I polar think you're bears. Going about this wrong. So I'm just saying the polar bears alone can only probably take out 200 or That's where I think you're wrong. I don't think you can go by numbers. I think you have to go by strategy because yeah. there's 100 polar bears. Say your Napoleon's opening strategy is the Urks, Urks. Orcs and Urukai start coming up. Like, you remember that hill yeah. they're walking up. Yes. His strategy might be release the polar bears. Yeah. And at that point, I... here's John Wick with a rifle waiting to see where the weak polar bear is, the one that's about to go down, and defending it. Yeah. You can't go just even numbers. Because they're going to be protecting each other, yeah. working, working and their strengths and weaknesses. The thing together. is, is you have Black Widow and John Wick, who I'm sure have both used some sort of very large machine gun at some point. They're in weapon their careers. specialists. Um, yeah. You have you have a, a in Russian the movie trained, canon. Neither of them have, but I'm sure they have at some. We're point. speaking movie canon. In in movie canon, John Wick has still used machine guns, though. Yeah, and so is Black Widow. Correct. Yes. Nothing sure. mounted, no, like, chains or rail but, guns. But, but he's still. used rifles, and she's used... I don't think she's ever used a, a rifle. I don't think she's used anything but a handgun no, in her body. No, she's used... Um, <laughs> she's had knives in, at times, and then... She's got, like, little tasty she's, gadgets. If she's, she's ever, tase, if she's like, ever used a rifle, 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 it's just because she picked one up in one of the big battle scenes. Yeah. And obviously, I just can't remember. Like, no heavy them. artillery. But still, they have much better uh, weaponry. weaponry than the Urukai do. Yes, and uh, specifically stated in John Wick is that he's used armor-piercing rounds before. Yes. So I think if you put John Wick at the gate on that uh, turret, not the turret, the bell, uh, the the, the, the path leading about. up to yeah, that yeah, gate. Yeah, yeah. Where the one they, Gimli they break and Aaron, oh, the one yeah. that they throw Gimli on, yeah, so he's just yeah. standing exactly. out there. He's just standing there with a whole lot of ammo and a machine gun, a fully automatic machine gun. If you have him standing there, and then Black Widow and Legolas on top of the wall over that uh, that drainage ditch that gets blown up. In, Here's the in thing the that I think gives them an insane edge in in tandem with the strategy you're saying is that it's most of the time we don't see the orcs and the urukai wearing helmets. Yeah, you do. 
Yeah, but the like the Urukai do. The orcs don't. Yeah, the yeah. orcs don't wear helmets. The mm-hmm. Urukai do. But but even that, the whole face is open. Exactly. It's not like a covered exactly. mask helmet. You get Legolas, Black Widow, who's who is stated to be a Mark's a Mark's woman, uh, not to the extent of like Hawkeye, but up there, and then John Wick. They have no. What are they going to do? I'm saying it's just when you combine everything, it's you know, I, it's I almost infinite. I don't it's, think yeah. you need Napoleon. I don't think you, you think need they to figure it out. Yeah. I think you put this. I think you put the three I of them. I think. I think. I think. Step one is releasing polar bears and SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep forgetting put, about SpongeBob. I was out. about to bring that back into the conversation. What do you even do with SpongeBob? SpongeBob Turns is a near a indestructible <laughs> existence. He, has, he turned into a sponge. You have hundred, after 120 you minutes. You have, you have, you have two hours. You have two hours of a juggernaut. He's just gonna go out there, and he's not even gonna get kills. He's just gonna distract and, and slow the horde. If if you remember, SpongeBob is a nautical on, god. On the way to Helm's Deep, you've got the one hill. Yeah. At, at, if you're looking out from the wall, yeah. mm-hmm. from Helm's Deep, you have that wall, that hill on the right, that the riders of Rohan. Uh, ride down with Gandalf, and then you have that straight ahead where all the orcs come marching in, right? So if you release the polar bears into that field, you were thinking of Minas Tirith. No, 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 or, no. I was thinking something good. Or you send the polar bears up that hill and wait until all the and then they Gandalf charge and then they Gandalf charge <laughs> in polar bears? break the flank. The polar bears? Yeah. Okay. Well, they could kick ass with that. Okay, so what I'm thinking is if we're going strictly by headcanon, um, SpongeBob had a gun. <laughs> SpongeBob had a gun. And not only did he have a I don't gun. I think he did. No, ever. no. Not only did, he, not only did he have a gun, he had a gun and he had altitude. So what I'm saying. What are you what? talking How? about? In the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. When he goes goofy goober rock over all of them, his guitar in one scene, he was shooting down enemies with it. And that's <laughs> so not that's exactly a guitar with laser. The, the guitar that, yeah, laser. The only thing it did was break bucket hats. I know. I hate bucket hats. Can he, can right, he how, break can he break the helmets on the Urukai? Uh, he can have that if its only purpose is to de-helmet the Urukai. I'll give you that. That's it. That's no, but the, he just stands up and going, helmet, helmet, the helmet. Sh- no, but the strength that it takes for him to vaporize a helmet is enough to break through the skull of a common orc. And also, he has the range. <laughs> and so long as he how, evades the arrows, how? SpongeBob could just, he could stand, he could just float 15 feet above them. I don't think he and needs to evade the arrows. I think they go in one how hole and long, out the other. That's true. How he has porous and yellow. Prepare. They have an hour before the Urukai show up. Hmm. It's, it's, it's Napoleon. It's not quite long enough, though. He's got, like, has Napoleon troops. Has Napoleon... No, they have a, the 100 polar bears. Have, are, there's a really, are the polar okay. bears smart enough to take instructions? <laughs> yes, they're loyal. I have a really important They question. will listen to Napoleon, but they can't do anything Do else. they have to spend a, a fairly large portion of that time explaining to Napoleon... What the capabilities of modern weaponry are, or does will he nah, just it's, it's he different. just knows their capabilities? Knows are you insinuating that it might be more um, productive to just slaughter Napoleon so he's not like a no, distraction? No, 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 not at all. John Wick I'm saying, I'm saying that for Napoleon to as a strategist be able to best utilize the people he has at his disposal, he has it's to realize. He understands. Yeah, okay, that's because that's a big deal. Because if not, then like. Yeah. Basically, all you gotta teach him is remember guns; these are better. Yeah, <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, John Wick has 